That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you're finished listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing very well, and um, I'm getting... In, I'm actually in the midst of my weekly review. Um, so I stopped doing it just so we could record, and then I'm going to go back to reviewing when we're done. But it's been the first time in a few weeks that I've been doing a true weekly review, and it's feeling good to get back in there. That's great. I have not done a weekly review unless you count the fact that I did review all of my OmniFocus projects, which is one right now, because <laughs> I'm still like sort of creeping into the, you know, not doing things willy nilly and not sticking a bunch of stuff in there right now, without being sure that that's where I want it to be. I think that doing a brain dump where you list everything that you're committed to or open loops that you need to close is a really good idea. But I'm not doing that in OmniFocus, <laughs> because I learned from my OmniFocus bankruptcy, which I uh, talked about last week when I cleared out the whole database and started over is just looking at that old database reminded me that too many of the things I put in there were more aspirational than realistic. Um, at least, you know, they should have been put on a, a separate category or list where I didn't look at them all the time and feel bad about not doing them. Definitely. And um, one of the things that I've been doing is I didn't wholesale declare OmniFocus bankruptcy, but um, I've been fortunate to be able to be using the beta of the OmniFocus 3 for Mac. Mm -hmm. And so now that I can sync from the Mac to iOS um, with OmniFocus 3, I've kind of been revisiting my workflow in OmniFocus. So I've kind of declared bankruptcy in terms of all of the tags I was using or playing with during the OmniFocus iOS beta and also declaring bankruptcy in all the custom perspectives, which essentially mm -hmm. allows you to define custom views on your information um, because that has changed uh, it's become much more flexible to define those in OmniFocus 3. So I've kind of thrown those out, um, and I'm rethinking how I'm tagging things and viewing things, um, especially in light of having reread the Getting Things Done book over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what kinds of things are you changing up ha as a result of having read that? Well, what I realized as I was reading the book is that the state you should potentially be in is that you literally are focused entirely on the thing that you're currently doing. You don't necessarily have sitting around in your mind the idea of, oh, and when I get this done, I'm going to do this next thing. You're mm -hmm. just focused entirely on the, the item at hand. And then when you're done, you you don't think in your head, what am I doing next? You look at your trusted system, in this case OmniFocus, and 
go based on the context or the tags Mm -hmm. and look through the list of things that are and pick something as opposed to kind of already having it predetermined in your head. Because mm-hmm. it still ends up being that you carry a lot of things in your head, and then you aren't really choosing from an active list of things that you may have forgotten, but that mm-hmm. may be more important than that thing you have stuck in your head that you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So it's largely, I'm largely trying to develop these custom perspectives and tags into a place where I'm able to use it more, rely on it more immediately and directly for picking next items as opposed to what I was doing before, which is I had it all listed there, but I'd still pick and choose in my head without Mm -hmm. ever consulting the list. Yeah, no, I, I understand. And I totally get how that happens because it's um and it's a it's like a habit right a, a habit to try to break um and to do it's not doing a review when you go into omnifocus to decide what to do next but it's kind of a mini review it is a and, mini review you know so i i think that's not a bad idea i, I mean when I, when omnifocus was working well for me for that like very brief honeymoon period in 2014 <laughs> i was doing a daily review as well. It wasn't like a, a full blown, you know, 10 step weekly review, but I had a few things that I checked every day over coffee. Um, and, you know, they were in my, uh, they were like sort of daily actions that if I kept up with them, I wouldn't get overloaded um, at the end of the week and say, ah, oh, you know, I have 10 phone calls to return or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that was one of the the actions was like delete, listen to and or delete voicemails Um, because those, you know, they're so tucked away on my phone where I never pay attention to them (laughs) that, uh, you know, I needed a reminder to to go and look at that or, um, you know, so that that kind of thing, you know, that wouldn't come to mind. Anything with the phone will not come to mind automatically (laughs) for me. Now, here's something I've been thinking about, and I, I'm curious what your um, take on it is. Is one of the things I feel like this is still true. You can, you can tag things so actions in OmniFocus with like a duration, like how long they would take. Mm-hmm. Is that still available? That is absolutely. Yeah, I I've often thought like, well it might be nice to tag at least like the things that are 10 minutes or less so that I could always pull up a context that shows me things I can do that aren't going to take an hour because I don't have an hour or I don't feel like doing something for an hour. Right. And there's a field that's called like duration or estimated duration. Mm -hmm. Um, But you could also just make a tag yeah. Since you're not, you know, specifically saying, oh, this is going to be eight minutes and this is 12 minutes. And right. <laughs> to me, that that seems like if I'm spending the time it takes for me to granularize that much, mm-hmm. I'm, I'd am i probably get a bunch of tasks done in the time I take just categorizing. Yeah. <laughs> but I could certainly see um, if one, you, you always just put certain things like, oh, that's a 10 minute task. That's a half hour. Yeah. That's... Um, 
But then at that point, it starts to think, or I start to think that since it's not a very precise estimate, that maybe it is just better as a tag yeah. instead of a, a value. And it might just be like, you know, short. Yeah, I was just going to say, it, it doesn't have to say 10 minutes. Like to me, I, I was just thinking, well, they have that ability to sort by time. But now with tags, um, you could uh, just make a, a tag that captures the essence of what you mean, which is short, you know, quick mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, quick, not so quick. <laughs> quick, not so quick. Yeah. Daunting. Daunting. <laughs> yes. Let me open up that daunting tag context. And <laughs> That's right. And then curl up into a into a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want daunting. That's No, no. If it's daunting, it probably hasn't been broken down correctly into the right number, right kind of actions anyway, right? Yes, that's that's what I would say, definitely. Um, yeah, and almost getting back to what we were talking about, about kind of a daily review, is the, the as I was rereading the book, well, one is don't have these big projects that you don't have a defined outcome and a defined next step for. That mm-hmm. seems to be the absolute clarifying key to any project. Um, mm-hmm. is taking the time to think about what do I really want to happen here? Like, what's the goal? Um, and then what's the next step? Um, but then also that you should review the material or you should review your system and lists and what have you as long and as often as it takes for your brain to be comfortable about what's in the system and that you're not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So I think that varies a lot for different people. It can vary a lot for people, like, depending on how much stuff is going on at the moment. Um, so I don't think there's, like, a a defined, oh, you need to spend X amount of time reviewing these things. Um, it really is up to you as to what you feel comfortable with and you give things as much attention as they take to stop thinking about them and focus on then the thing that you pick to do next. And that was Mm -hmm. the takeaway that I got from rereading the book that I didn't necessarily have going in. I think the first time you read the book, you're kind of thinking about, oh, I'm trying to get to inbox zero and how do I process things and what's this flow chart of things going here to mm-hmm. be delegated. and But in second reading, it seems even though it's laid out very specifically, it's also very flexible. Yeah. Yes, I think that is true. And I think that's important, um, you know, to remember. And that, I mean, we often put out our disclaimer that we are no gurus. We are not productivity gurus. We're not task management gurus. And so even when we're talking about the ins and outs of this particular system, it doesn't mean, you know, that you have to do or think about all the things that we're thinking about. (laughs) Right, exactly. And somebody else could read the book and have a very different takeaway. But I think the main thing is as long as it's helping you get things done, then Mm -hmm. better than you were and maybe doing so with a lot less stress, then 
whatever you are doing or however you interpret it is working for you. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that the more you like revisiting and continuing to iterate on your system and your understanding mm-hmm. um, also helps over time. Yes. Yes. And, and I think, yeah, it is important. Um, I think it is also the source of the impression that sometimes people get that you spend all your time messing with your system <laughs> and, and no time actually getting things done. But it's like everything else, it's a balance. And if it's working, actually working for you, then, then it's working for you. Like many things in life, what somebody is actually doing <laughs> in their task management system versus what they, it seems like they're doing, you know, out in the public could be very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very true. I also find it interesting just I would say in the last couple of weeks I have been living much more task management in my head as opposed to using OmniFocus Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah it's been a number of weeks since I've done a full weekly review Um, and having had that experience and then gone back to, in a sense, the old way that I was doing mm-hmm. things, um, I definitely find I miss it. It definitely felt a lot better and felt like I was on top of things more when I was doing that weekly review. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, this little interlude is a, is a nice, a nice way to remind myself how much I like it better. The, the other way where I feel more, uh, on top of things. Yep. I think that's a uh, great thing about, you know, coming back to the system and appreciating what you have. Uh, I know last week I talked about how, how am I going to avoid like post travel slump, which mm-hmm. happens to me a lot when I go away. I can't seem to get motivated to do anything like the day after. And, and I mentioned that I thought I needed to figure out what a next action would be after I get home. Um, aside from feeding the guinea pigs, that is absolutely mandatory. <laughs> so it doesn't really count. But, um, and I discovered what it is. And it's interesting, um, to me because, I mean, this is going to sound so mundane, but it's doing laundry, uh, getting, I used to be, somebody who said, well, you should get unpacked. But getting unpacked is actually a project, not an action. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really realize that till this, uh, this time where I, what I said I, in my mind I wanted to do was not get unpacked, but do a load of laundry, which meant getting some of the stuff out of my suitcase, you know, to wash. And then once that's out, then it's like, okay, put away the stuff that, you know, that your toiletries bag, like put that stuff away because you're going to need that. Um, and then put, you know, eventually I'm unpacked without really thinking about it versus get unpacked. It's like, ugh, there's just that big suitcase mm-hmm. sitting there taunting me. Um, so, so that worked out really well, actually. Oh, that's <laughs> and excellent. I, I know, like I said, it might sound like the simplest thing, but, um, I, I'm going to be more um, vigilant about the things that I set before myself to do or tell myself I should be doing and examining them. You know, even though there, it's not a thing I would necessarily put into OmniFocus, like unpack, but I could, I suppose. But I don't think I need to because <laughs> it's, 
you know, there's a big reminder right there in my bedroom of this unpacked suitcase um, or the suitcase that I need to unpack. But the idea that even those kinds of things make sure I have them broken down into a uh, manageable bits and each one having a goal. So, you know, that's, that's true of stuff that's digital and it's true of stuff that's, that's just in the physical world that sometimes I forget. So I see. And that's interesting. You should mention at the end of a trip because I find that I'm the same way at the end of a trip. And I do put things like unpack into OmniFocus. In fact, usually <clears throat> I tend to have fairly coarse-grained projects in OmniFocus mm -hmm. and then have a lot of action groups, which I consider kind of like sub-projects or mini-projects. Mm -hmm. And whenever I have a trip, it's a full project. And, you know, I can manage things like making sure I have a pet sitter and whatever, mm -hmm. booking the the lift to the airport. And so it's it's fairly, you know, it goes through fairly specifically what's going on for that trip. Um, but then I have a subgroup at the end that's always, you know, like the follow-up stuff from the trip, which it might, you know, include, you know, unpacking, doing the laundry. If there were any, you know, souvenirs picked up, like maybe we went to see a play and I have a playbill and I want to put that somewhere, like making mm -hmm. sure that gets filed. If I met some people that I wanted to follow up with, make sure that those actions get in. Um, so... Essentially, I can't close my trip project until all of those follow-up actions are done. Mm. I don't consider the trip over, even though I'm home. Um, oh, yeah. And having that thing sit there glaring at me, you know, that this <laughs> that, that usually motivates me to finish those last actions and so I can finally close out, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, such and such a trip, March 2018. Um, mm -hmm. like, okay, it's already August. Maybe you should finish <laughs> filing these last few things or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it seems like we hit upon, uh, similar, similar motivations, which is the, the laundry from a trip <laughs> is one of the big pieces. And this week, to be honest, I had a, a laundry issue because, um, the, airline lost both pieces of my luggage oh, right <laughs> so usually my plan is i come home and then that next day as best i can um that's when i do the unpacking and the laundry and you know that's when i take care of the post-trip stuff um mm -hmm. but that it threw me all out of whack because i was all ready to do the post-trip stuff and i didn't have my post-trip luggage oh yeah so um so now that's thrown things out of whack, and I still have to unpack. Okay. <laughs> um, don't feel bad. I uh, I mean, I literally unpacked my suitcase from my trip to Illinois, at, like the day before I packed it to go to Minneapolis. It was very, you know, much mm -hmm. like I couldn't, I just couldn't make myself do it. But now I think I have... I think I know why. I think I, I I can be more in that mode of just like how you do the do the dishes if you're hand washing your dishes, you know, pick one thing and wash all of that category. <laughs> mm -hmm. Pick the next thing and then nothing seems too daunting. 
Um, so I'm sure we could go on on this forever because there's so many interesting examples and metaphors about getting started um, or getting um, getting going again. But mm-hmm. uh, I think we could wrap it up except for one thing I wanted to do a shout out to one of our listeners who reached inbox zero this week. Do you, are you aware that um, I did? I congratulated her on, I think yes. multiple social media platforms. <laughs> well, that's, that's what you get. If you get to inbox zero as multiple social media sh- shout outs from the hosts of the weekly review Plus, on the podcast itself, we wanted to say congratulations to Lisa Sieverts, who is at Agile Lisa on micro.blog. And um, she posted a couple days ago in Box Zero for the first time in a year. And that's very exciting. And, you know, I can say for myself, she's way ahead of me right now because I am not at zero or even close. And me too. I'm at somewhat a little bit north of 100. Mm. Um, yeah, I should, I, I don't, I'm not even sure my number is, is, uh, is too embarrassed. Yeah. 300. I'm at 300. 300. Ah, I know. And Gee. and I'm not going to say to myself, well, I was at 17,000 before or whatever. That's not a good way of thinking about it. So. Yes. And um, to be very, very honest, I'm currently at 157. So okay. that's a little bit more north than a hundred. Yeah. Um, I think I know for myself one pass through uh, Maelstrom, and uh, I'll be able to half that in a in a couple of minutes. I'm pretty sure. And I'm finding that I'm. It's very difficult for me to get out of the habit of not keeping something in my inbox that I intend to act on, mm-hmm. which is not what I should be doing. But I, I really need to get out of that habit. Yeah. Well, it's just something to work on. Another thing. <laughs> I'll put it on my list. <laughs> put it on your list. Send me an email about it. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you. Sign up for my email newsletter about how to be at Inbox Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, unsubscribe from, from this, this email. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, um, yes, yeah, so we will... We'll close here. You can finish your weekly review, James. Our listeners can get on with theirs if they haven't done theirs yet, and I can get back to at least Inbox 100 um, as soon as we sign off here. So you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog, we are at The Weekly Review. And on Twitter, we're at Weekly Review FM. It would be great if you could rate or review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you rate and review your podcasts. It does help new listeners find us, and it also lets us know what you think, and we appreciate it. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all Sitting down, it's all coming back to you. The weekly. Re-